Welcome to the Lynn Sanity Podcast with Caleb Lynn, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. Insanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network, baby. And here we are on a Wednesday, Wednesday at 11.30, more or less. Uh, Bryce, you and I are, are getting ready for our, basically our second show in, uh, in the college basketball uh, discussions. Uh, where we're going statewide. We're going national. We're going with teams we like, dislike. And so, Bryce, uh, it's different. Uh, talking uh, basketball as we've been basically getting an NFL all season, but I'll tell you, I mean, this is, this is something you and I definitely pride ourselves in, in terms of discussion. And uh, I can't wait for the viewers to keep hearing more of this. Yeah. I mean, it's, it gives us a little break from football. We've been going so hard at football all season long and uh, you know, we, we get to talk a little bit of basketball and it's exciting. Oh, yeah, I like dude. it. It's oh, fun. Yeah, Yep. And, and it's, it's going to be, it's going to be great discussion. And I mean, here's the thing, Bryce, let's start off with the state teams, the teams that everybody's trying to follow along with a little bit more. And in my opinion, let's talk about the team that I think is drawing the most attention in this state, really in the Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, the Indiana Hoosiers right now are are not. They came off a win against Northern Alabama, and, and you know. And here's the thing: I'm not sitting here saying that's impressive, uh, but I do think the dominance uh, could be helpful for them. Uh, they were in a tight one with Florida State since we last talked, and here they are going to get ready for Crossroads Classic and the Big Ten season coming up on the 23rd. So, Bryce, I guess my question for you is: What are you seeing from the Hoosiers right now? Because you mentioned. You felt like they needed to get the ball to Chase Jackson Davis a lot more. I feel like ever since then, somebody may have listened to your message because uh, my goodness, he's dominating every game he plays. It seems it's so true, and I love to see it. I'm I'm sick of the Hoosiers wasting talent, <laughs> and now they have finally figured out. Oh wait, we have a really good player on our team. Maybe we should give him the ball more. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and, and I mean, since then, Trace Jackson Davis on the season now is averaging 21 points a game, uh, a 21 flat a game, and then 8.7 rebounds a game. How can you be upset with that out of your star player? They're getting what you, they're doing what you want. The, the only thing that you're not getting is you're not seeing the big wins. Right. So Indiana, they've played uh, two ranked teams th- thus far this season. They've played Texas, which they lost to um, yeah. in the Maui Invitational. And then they've now lost to Florida State on the road by two in overtime, which Caleb, you and I both watched that game, correct? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We know the game winning bucket for Florida State was more That's or right. less, in my opinion, fluky. <laughs> Just in my opinion. In my opinion. Uh, so, I mean, but the fact is that Indiana couldn't close the show. It is what it is, right? They yeah. lost. Uh, they're 0-2 against ranked teams. They can beat everybody else. Yeah, they can beat yeah. everybody else. Yeah. You know, so I think they're on the cusp. I think they're right there. I think the next, uh, well, honestly, Caleb, the next uh, week and a half are going to be big for the Hoosiers, right? Yeah. Um, let's see if they can take care of business against a weaker Butler team, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I, I think they should beat Butler. If they don't, I think they're going to have more problems on their hands. Yeah, um, and then they follow that up with Northwestern. But then another big game, Illinois, yeah, Illinois. on the road on the uh, yeah. the day after Christmas. 
I, when I played high school basketball, I was not a fan of Christmas break games. So I'm a little worried. I, and who knows, Illinois could come out flat, but the day after Christmas, that's tough to get up and and go to Champaign, Illinois and go play a basketball game. That sucks. So I don't know how that's going to turn out. Hey, IU may surprise us. And, and win the game. But yeah. the way that AO and, and Coburn are playing right now, it's going to be incredibly tough. But I like the, the way the, the Hoosiers are trending offensively. Uh, I don't think defense is always, has been the issue. I think it's always been the offense. So, I agree. Um, but I like, I like what I see so far. I, I think they're, I think they're going to be, they're going to upset some teams in the big 10. I really do I, think that. I think they will. It really is. That game against Florida State is a crusher. I mean, well, you know, the reps missed the travel, but we'll we'll want that here say. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the other the other the other thing that you know that that's frustrating about it, you know, is is they, it's outside of Texas. Um, it really does feel like they can compete with anybody to tell you the truth, Bryce. Um, but they just need the wins to prove it. And uh, you know, you're in the Big Ten, so you'll get opportunities to prove it. So I think, I think they're in a good spot. Uh, I think they're a tournament team. I think you touched on it very well. Uh, but my my question to you, Bryce, is when you're talking about the Indiana Hoosiers, I think everybody knows that the best player on this team is Trace Jackson Davis. But for all of you Southern Indiana folks who listen to my podcast, you also know a guy by the name of Christian Lander, a five-star kid who came out and reclassified himself and really hasn't gotten a lot of playing time. And to be honest, I like it because I don't think you should get it. But Bryce, I'm curious to see what you think about this because I really think that they have a very nice set of guards with, you know, with Finnessy and Armand Franklin. They don't need to rush Lander. The problem, though, is when a guy like Lander's in the game, you know, who you know is probably what? The second most talented player on the team. You, you know that that he has that ability. But at the same time, I think he forces a lot of crap. And so I want to start with you. I want to I want to dive into their guard situation real quick before we transition in. How do you see Indiana figuring this out throughout the rest of the year? And the other big news with Indiana, speaking of guards and forwards, mm-hmm. is they mm-hmm. picked up a transfer uh, mm-hmm. from UT Martin uh, yes. yesterday. Uh, and, yes. and this kid is legit. Uh, 19 points a game. Yes. 19 points a game with the high 38 to 39% three point shooter. I mean, he gives, and and he's more than a three point shooter. Might I add, if you average 19 points a game in any conference, you score buckets. So Bryce, I'll, I'll I'll ask you this. How do you see the backcourt now with the addition of Stewart and then Lander not being this star that I think some people thought he was, I don't feel like he was going to be, but I think a lot of people thought he would. How do you, how do you see that all playing for Archie right now? So, I mean, to go to Christian Lander first off, I mean, he's, he's playing about 13 and a half minutes a game, which I mean, is decent PT when you're a five-star freshman, right? Yeah. I think uh, for me, like when, when I watch him, I mean, he's shooting 20% from the field, 23 and a half from three. First off, I think his shooting mechanics needs, needs some work. Okay. We know what he was able to do in high school. I understand that, but this is, this is big 10 basketball now. Like you have to, you have to be sharp offensively. Otherwise, first off, you're not going to play. And if you do, you're not going to play games. Exactly. Right. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, 
I, I like that they're taking their time with him. I think they have some really seasoned guards with Al Durham and Rob Finnessy. Uh, Jerome Hunter's been in the system. Um, but yeah, I... Good. And Trey Galloway has been has been taking a lot of minutes away uh, as well. Uh, I mean, I want to see more out of Lander, but to your point, yeah, I, I like that they're taking their time though, because obviously they know he's not ready. Yeah. And I think that having Parker Stewart now, Caleb, that's the other thing is we, he has to be granted eligibility to, yeah. to play this season. Yeah. Right. If he does, I think that's right. a huge boost for this IU team. In yeah, my opinion. Yeah. I think he starts. I think Based he starts. Stats, after he, he looks like he, he looks like he would. I mean, but I, I don't know how they would want to integrate him in the rotation. I mean, that's that again, that's just something to keep an eye on. Yeah. And, and, and I agree, but I, I think, I, I don't know that the Al Durham, Rob Finnessy, you know, point guy, I, I think you need a little bit more size on the perimeter. I think you, I think you almost sit one of those guys. In my opinion, you bring them off the bench with a Trey Galloway, with a Jerome Hunter, with a Christian Lander, uh, you know, here and there, maybe some Anthony Leal. You just, you kind of have squads now. You have yeah. guys that you trust in that second unit if Stewart is able to play. And Stewart's going to give yeah. it a huge offensive boost because as of right now, the way it looks, Trace Jackson Davis is their only form of offense. Yeah. And, but he should be. I mean, Race Thompson is averaging about 11 points. Armand Franklin is averaging about 11 points. Al Durham averaging 10 points. You're not going to win Big Ten games like that. You're just not. Not right. when you go up against the Luca Garzas, the the Ao and Coburn tandems. Mm-hmm. You're just not going to win those games. So I think it's it would be a huge boost if Parker Stewart is able to play, and, and if you can get Christian Lander finding his stride towards the end of the season, I think that could be dangerous. But it's going to take yeah. some time. It is going to take time. And the other thing to keep an eye on with IU Bryce in terms of the backcourt is Aminu Muhammad, five star prospect, is also making an announcement date on Monday. Uh, the kid's top 15 in the 2021 class. He is making his decision on Monday. We'll have that posted of uh, whether he'll make that decision to come to IU. If he does, uh, that's a massive addition for them, obviously. Huge. Uh, because you would be thinking, um, you know, the back of your mind's probably going, oh, well, Christian Lander and, and Muhammad, two five-star guards next season. Uh, you know, and that would be scary to see. So we'll keep an eye on that. IU's been in the thick uh, a bit with him and really with the Hoosiers, I, I think you guys, I think we've touched on it. It really comes down to how they look at Parker Stewart, how they look at these guards moving forward, because you know what you're getting from Trace Jackson Davis, you know what you're getting inside. And, and, you know, race Thompson stepped up as you and I mentioned earlier. So I, I think the Hoosiers are, are going to be a legit team. I think they are an NCAA tournament team. And in fact, you can lock that in. I think it's just one of those things where, you know, it, it comes down to, can they just continue to execute and continue to get better while they, you know, understand the rotation. Next up for the, uh, the state discussion, let's talk some, uh, let's talk some Purdue basketball. Right. So I, I think Purdue if you look at how they are right now, they have a lot of people that they retained. Uh, they have a lot of people that they're trying to get back uh, to being themselves. Uh, they play Ohio State tonight at Purdue. And so, Bryce, I'm not bought in. I'm sorry. I'm not bought in. All you do is lose to Miami, who you had no business losing to. Well, they had a huge get absolutely cru- Right. And you absolutely get crushed. Um, you only, you're only beating 
Um, with all due respect, you're only beating Valpo by seven. You're only beating Indiana State by 12, and you're playing him at home. My side, that's just ridiculous. It's a Big Ten team. That's not Purdue standards, even though I don't think they have the greatest history of all time. I do think that this is a team that should be expecting more. Their fan base should be expecting more. And, and Bryce, I, I'll ask you this. How are you seeing the Purdue Boilermakers? Because it really seems that there is a gap. And I think there is a gap in the perimeter, which is basically what I was worried about for them this entire season. Mm-hmm. Is I just don't think they have enough perimeter scoring. I think this is when you're really, really see. And here's the thing, Russ. I understand he was gone. You, you know, Carson Edwards is gone two years ago. Okay, but last year was not as recognizable, in my opinion. Yeah, and I agree. I don't think. And now I think this year you're really seeing it because they have Travion Williams, who is a kid that I have always liked since he came into Purdue as a freshman. He's a yep. double double machine. They have incredible size. It's seven four kid coming in with Williams, but Stefanovic cannot be your top option. Uh, Eric Hunter needs to be that guy. Eric Hunter uh, was a kid coming in from Indiana that really has not been what you need. Uh, I feel like the clock is ticking on him. And and my question for you, Bryce, is how do you see the Purdue Purdue Boilermakers? after these last couple of weeks where you're just, you're just not wowing. You lose to Miami, Rice. I, I, I don't count. And bad. That's bad. Yeah. I mean, and, and it doesn't get a, easier for Purdue because they play Ohio state tonight. Then they play Notre Dame who has, well, we're going to talk about them. Uh, and then they play, <laughs> they play Iowa. Good luck. I mean, that's luck. potential. zero and three Caleb, in my opinion. Um, so you have a seven foot four guy in Zach Eady. Yep. Caleb, do you know how many rebounds he's averaging? Not off the top of my head. Four. Yeah, it's horrible. Four. That's horrible. You are seven foot four. You are literally the tallest guy in every <laughs> single game. And you only grab me four rebounds a game. That's horrible. Yeah, it is horrible. That yeah, is not a Matt Painter type of team. I am I no, it's like, not. I, no, I agree. I agree. I just, I agree. And you know, yeah. And, and another guy that you didn't mention that that should be showing up more, Aaron Wheeler. Yeah. Where have you been? I mean, I, yeah. Look, Travion Williams is a good player. Thirteen and ten averages. He is good. But he is good. Really good. Very polished. I don't know. It's just, I, I, I mean, I get that the some of them are very young. You know, it's going to take time for Matt Painter to, to build this back up. But, I mean, I, you're just not getting what you want. Now, here's the thing that I know about Matt Painter. Sure. Matt Painter is going to get his team to play. By the end of the season, yeah, I, yeah. I think they're going to be better. I think that I think they may even pull off an upset win or two in the Big Ten. I don't, I don't see them as a legitimate threat, though. But you have to take them seriously. Otherwise, you, will, you, you can get beat by this team, in my opinion. They're not showing it right now. But, again, Matt Painter is that type of coach. He will get his guys to play. But, yeah, you need, you need yeah. more from, from, from your guard play, 100%. You need, you need more rebounds. You need more tenacious rebounding from Zach Eady, 100%, if they want to go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's going to be the question. 
um, because I really believe that this is a team that that's got a lot of questions to answer, a lot of things to keep proving to us, and and we'll we'll continue talking about them as we move into our next couple of podcasts. Meanwhile, Bryce, this is a team I'm honestly the most curious in, in the Notre Dame Biting Irish, who basically got lucky in uh, in the, the Kentucky game. And and you only beat Detroit Mercy by eight points, uh, Bryce. You can, uh, I can sleep on Notre Dame. I can I can sleep. I don't need to wake I disagree. up. My alarm. I, can, I disagree. I don't need to wake up my alarm on Notre Dame. I don't need to do that. I I I, 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 I don't. This is a team that's still showing you that they are really have the pieces that are just not going to get you where you need to go, uh, Bryce. I I don't want to see Prentice Hub be my first he's guy good. when I create my, no, he's not. He shoots the ball way too much. He's not a good enough playmaker. Stop it. Stop oh, it. Stop man. it. Stop it. Meanwhile, I, I, the other part piece that I think is, is interesting, but I don't know what I can think of yet is, is uh, Nate is Nate Mazeski. And the talent level of this guy is, is, you know, you're seeing it with the 60 to happen nine. I just, but again, um, no part of me is worried about this team. I'll say that. Um, I call me, call me. Uh, oh, if that alarm woke up on Notre Dame, I'm, 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 I'm pressing the snooze. I, I, I'm not huge on Notre Dame. They got lucky against Kentucky, plain and simple. They shouldn't have won that game, and they did. Well, Kentucky should be should be winning. I mean, for as sure, highly sure, that's they a different conversation. Winning. Yeah. Look. Look, they lost to Michigan State by 10. They lost to Ohio State by 5. They finally get a good win against Kentucky. Now they play Duke. They have Duke, Purdue, Syracuse, and Virginia as their next four games. I think that's going to tell a lot uh, about Notre Dame. Oh, I'll tell you what it's going to tell. I'll tell you what it's going to tell. What? What? You ready for this? Uh, Sure. One and three. Oh. Oh, come on, Caleb. One and three. Come on. Prentice Hub has been good this season. One and three. Look, look, I like Notre Dame. I'm not saying I'm buying in, but I like the direction that they're heading. It seems like there's a little bit of a resurgence. Uh, I think I think they might. They have the potential to go high in three and one, realistically two and two for me. In the next four? In the next four. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Bryce. Oh come on! Oh my gosh! Oh come on! They're playing Duke. You did it beat Duke. Uh, Jalen Johnson is out. Don't care. They they don't beat Duke. Don't care. Okay. I, don't I'm not. Care. I'm not. I'm not picking come them to pick Duke. I think they could be Purdue and Syracuse. Yeah, I don't. I I, oh. I, I like Purdue in that game, uh, and I'm not. I'm not going against Bayheim. And in that situation, and I don't like them against Virginia. Uh, so, I mean, honestly, it wouldn't even shock me if they go home. Wow. I'm not huge on the Irish. I'm just not. You can't rely on Prentice Hub. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can't rely okay. on Prentice Hub. Move All right. On, we'll mark it down. We'll, we'll, move, get we'll your, move back in this. You need, a cr- you, need to, you need to sit there and get off your crush on Prentice Hub. Get off your crush. Oh, uh, whatever, man. Get off your crush. You know, you're, you're crushing buckets. on him. Get you're, buckets. Get no, buckets. You look at his statistics and look at how many shot attempts he's had over hey, the last I'm looking at 21 and then call points me, call a game. Me, That's what I'm looking me. at. No, nah, well, I mean, yeah. You he should shot 72 shot times. You should look at the – yeah, it's, it's a lot. And I don't think that that's what you want if you're Notre Dame. You're a team that relies on ball movement. You're relying on playing, direction, play design. This is not an ISO ball type of team where I want Prentice Hub trying to jack up 20 shots. 
ridiculous comment. Ridiculous. Okay. Next up is the uh, Butler Bulldogs, who God has hasn't even really played. They basically they played, played one, one game. game, so there isn't a whole lot to talk about. But I'll, I'll, I'll discuss this with you here. Um, I think just to quickly go over uh, what we said uh, before the season, really. Um, this is a very different type of Butler team. Uh, I think you and I both said that you and I both touched on that. So how do you see the Bulldogs um, as they're about to get closer and closer to uh, Big East play? They're, they're going to get Villanova. Uh, you can count that an L. You Indiana, give me Indiana. I, I just don't think there's a lot of uh, – it's going to be a tough road. It's going to be a tough road. I'll say that. So, Bryce, how do you, how do you look at this for them? Yeah, I mean, I, obviously, Aaron Thompson being their best player, and and he showed at the very first game of the season, dropping twenty one. But um, I like him, but I don't know. If yeah, I, I like Aaron Thompson, but I, I don't I don't expect Butler to make a lot of noise this season, in my opinion. I mean, very tough to come. You know, obviously they had three of their three of their first four games postponed, um, and then you got to your second game of the season, you're facing number seven Villanova. And then right three days later, you turn around and play an IU team that has played six games and already in the season. So, I mean, that's a tough way to start your season. Um, I, I'm not sure about Butler this year. I, I'll wait and see, but I don't think they're, they're not going to be a very follow team this year. In my opinion, that's fair. That's fair. I think you both, uh, we both share similar views on that. So, you know, let's see what they can do. Obviously, there's not a, too much to talk about there. Only one game being played, and, and it's against a team that's not not all the greatest. So, it, it'll be interesting to see how they come out for the uh, biggie season. But yep. Bryce, as we uh, move out of our state discussions, uh, we do have a top twenty-five that we want to get to, and uh, I guess. My question for you here is just overall, generally, what are you seeing from the top 25 that you like? What are you seeing from the top 25 that you dislike? Uh, so what I like so far, uh, if we're just talking in terms of rankings, I, I, sure. I would assume here. So yeah. um, big thing. Uh, I don't like Illinois dropping a couple games. Uh, they fell seven spots in the latest poll after a massive loss to Baylor and then uh, another kind of bad loss to Missouri, which really benefited Missouri. Uh, Missouri just popped up 10 spots to number 16, which I think that's going to be short-lived in my opinion. But, hey, more power to you. Um I mean, you don't get, you don't get a whole lot of, other than that, you don't get a whole lot of movement. Um, I was, I was big on Creighton. (laughs) I was big on Creighton after, after the way they played Kansas, uh, they lost to Kansas on a heartbreaker, uh, missed the very last free throw uh, to tie the game to go into overtime. And then they drop another one to Marquette, uh, by, uh, by, by a couple. So, um, I was high on, on Creighton, but I mean, you don't, you haven't seen, we're, we're going to get some more good basketball games coming up. Caleb, where I think we're going to see more fluctuation in the rankings. Sure. Um, but I'm okay with the top 10. I honestly, I'm okay with the top 25. I really am. I, I, I don't have yeah, any I complaints. No, I, I, I like where everything is at. It's still early in the season. Uh, you know, we're about six, seven games in for, for some teams here. So I agree. Um, I'm fine with where we're at. That's my fair. Opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. I, 
I agree. I'm with you on that. I don't have a ton of issues on the top 25. The only thing I will uh, say is uh, North Carolina's got no business being in the top 25, but they're in the top 25 because they're a blue blood. And I, I just, I, I, I don't really see uh, them uh, being that elite, elite level team. Uh, no, that you and I no. talked about two weeks ago. Uh, so I think that's a joke. Uh, Duke is unfortunate. I mean, that's another team to talk about two and two and, and losing Johnson. You know, yeah, out indefinitely. Yeah, yeah it doesn't, doesn't look the greatest for them, especially considering they're already a very thin team in terms of depth. So I do I think that they're going to be pretty good? Yeah, because I don't ever bet against Coach K. But at the same time, like I, you know, it's something to keep an eye on. The fact that they did drop 11 spots from when we last talked. Uh, I also think that Bryce, you know, in terms of what I like, um, I, I don't know who can beat Iowa. I don't know who can beat Iowa. I think Iowa is a complete uh, balanced attack who has the national player of the year in Luke Carson. Yeah. And let me they, tell you, they, man, they are, they are really freaking good in they are the best good. conference in college basketball. And they, they are going to be a team and a force to be reckoned with. Right? So you and I didn't really touch on them two weeks ago. Part of that was just because we had a lot of tournaments. So I want to, I want to get into them because I, <laughs> I mean, Bryce, they are pounding anybody and everybody they see. It is an unguardable team. But here is the thing that I want to talk to you about, Bryce. Saturday, Iowa, Gonzaga. Yeah, baby. Yes. That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about Luke Garza. I want to talk about Luca Garza. I want to talk about Bohannon against these guys. How do you see the Iowa Hawkeyes? Is this a team that you believe can remain in the top five and consistently be a championship threat? They will be a championship threat if and only if, Caleb, when Luca Garza struggles, can you get the high volume three point shooting from the Iowa guards? Yeah. That is how they jumped out on North Carolina and absolutely obliterated them. I think they point. hit, I think, 17 threes. 17. And they yeah. started off the game, I think, with like seven or eight, like within right. the first seven minutes. Right. Like you didn't even need Luca Garza. So no, yeah. like, and, and, and this Gonzaga game is going to tell us a lot about Iowa right here. And sure. I well, honestly about both teams, because we're going to see the drew Timmy versus Luca Garza matchup. We oh, know, we, gosh. we know that both. Ooh. Oh man, I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> so we are, what we're going to see Caleb is we're going to see two teams that play really hard defense sure. and we're going to see Who's better in the half-court offense? Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to see it. We're going to see what Luca Garza can do against a very good big man. We're going to see what these Iowa guards are going to be able to do. Are they going to be able to get these open looks against the Marcus? I would agree right now. I would agree. I I don't think Luca's going to score 30, but I think he's going to get his. I don't think he's going to score 30. I just don't think he is. I mean, I know he's been outscoring teams by himself in the first half. I, just, I don't see how you guard him. I just I don't see how you Mar- guard him. 
I think you're underestimating Mark Few and the game plans that he can come up with. I really do. I may be, I, but I'm also not underestimating Luke. <laughs> like, I'm not either, like, like, uh, like Caleb, I'm not even going to give you a prediction for this game because I really don't know what's going to happen. And I've never been more excited about like a college <laughs> basketball game this season than this one right here. I, I wanted to see Baylor Gonzaga. Sure. But I, I want to sure. see Iowa Gonzaga too. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Well, you know, I like game, Caleb. I don't remember. It's, a, it's an early one. It's an early one. It's, oh, uh, dang. it's, uh, it's 12 o'clock on a Saturday. Oh, man. All right. So yeah, I'm going to be at work for that, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, you're uh, I'll try to catch some. I'll try yeah. to catch some of my lunch break. Um, boy, oh, boy. I am excited. I mean, Luca Garza's. Caleb, when they said Luca Garza is the preseason player of the year. Oh, yeah. I had my doubts. Like, honestly, I really did because oh. I'm like, okay. Oh. A big guy. I mean, this is this is a guard's game. Now. Bryce, shame like, on you. You're in the big ten. He's wrecked wrong. you for years. I was wrong. I was wrong. Luca Garza is probably the front runner. Well, he is the front runner for the player of the year. I mean, he's been phenomenal. And he can shoot threes, Caleb. Yeah, he can. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like he's oh, he has this boy. build that's just insanity. Oh it's my just, goodness, this yeah, guy is. is good. Uh Caleb, wait. Do you have a prediction for this game, or are you gonna let it ride? Um, I'll do a prediction, and I'll take Iowa. By how much? I think I five. By five. Five seventy-five seventy. Five. I okay. I just I think they're that good. I, I think it's going to be insanely tricky to guard him. You want to stop Garza, you're going to have to double. You're going to let Weiss camp and you're going to let Bohannon do the thing. You're going to let McCaffrey uh, do his thing. Uh, and, and Bryce, shout out to, uh, shout out to Tony Perkins, uh, Indianapolis yeah. boy. Uh, shout out to Tony Perkins, uh, you know, because he's. it seems like he's getting some PT as well. So that's a, a local uh, rooting for us. And, and so I think, you know, the, the, the Hawkeyes have some talent and and I just feel like their depth is very good. Plus, I also think Fran McCaffrey's a really freaking good head coach. And so I, I don't see I think this is when he'll get the national exposure that honestly he's deserved for quite a while. Next up for the uh, the discussion, Bryce, that I, I personally think we have to discuss when talking about college basketball is a team that you and I um, have just – you talked about early in the season. Oh, my God, this makes me so happy. And they suck in Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky. Nothing makes they, me happier, Caleb. Nothing makes me happier. They suck. They suck. Oh, I love it. I love it. Say it, Bryce. They, they suck. suck. They the suck. Kentucky Wildcats awesome. suck. And oh. this is a team that is not looking like it's going to easily be fixed. Too much talent. Coaching doesn't seem like it's going to be a, you know, uh, uh, going to change everything. Um, this team's not even close to good, Bryce. And it just, oh my gosh. I mean, give me oh. your takes on Kentucky. Give me your takes. Four straight losses to the Richmond Spiders, who is a top 25 team. Uh, Kansas, Georgia Tech, and then Notre Dame. Oh, boy. Miss me, baby. Miss me. Oh, boy. And you know what? They're probably going to lose their next two. They play UCLA and Louisville. 
I think oh. they're going to lose their next oh. two as well. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so this isn't going to get better. This is going to get uglier. Shout out, Look, shout out Louisville. Also got an Indianapolis kid. We always shout out the Indianapolis kids. Bryce. That's right. Yes, we do. Part yes, of, we do. Yes. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, let me say, uh, Brandon Boston, Hooper. Uh, but boy, uh, you can't just win with one guy. My goodness. Um, mm. Caleb, let me just tell you, man. Nothing makes me happier than living in Indiana and watching Kentucky fail at basketball. Literally nothing makes me happier to shove it to John Calipari and his one and done players. This is what you get. All right, Bryce. Come on, Bryce. Come on. This is what you get. Congratulations, John Calipari. You have been irrelevant for years, you have not won a championship oh, since Bryce. you rode oh. Anthony Davis's coattails. I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want to hear that John Calipari is this great coach. I'm done. <laughs> oh, this is Bryce. nonsense. Oh, I didn't expect this today. I picked this out thinking to myself that this is a chance to be incredible content. And uh, Bryce, you uh, just uh, you're just roasting. Go just away. Roasting go the away. UK. Just roasting. Kentucky sucks. Go away. They do. Embarrassing. Well, I don't feel like I need to say anything else. Let's just let that be. Bryce, another team uh, in the top 25 that I do think is something to keep an eye on and has really shot up the rankings um, is Missouri. I disagree with you on um, how I think. I mean, I do think this team's good. Uh, I don't think it's just going from, you know, I think you're, they are good. Uh, I'm not sitting there saying like, they're going to be like um, ridiculously good. I can't go there, but I think they're good. Um, I mean, they, they competed against Oregon. They won. Uh, they competed against Wichita State, and, and they, they beat Illinois, Bryce, who you and I both really like and think have chances to be big time. And they're doing it with a very balanced attack because of my Southern Indiana native, Drew Smith, baby. Transfer from University of Evansville. All he has done is continue to ball. Played 39 played well. minutes. 39 minutes. Came out, didn't even sit, sat a minute, Bryce. This dude is playing Big very time. good. Xavier Pinson, very good player. I just, I like Missouri. I like them a lot. Um, I, I, de- I definitely agree with you that, um, you know, in terms of can they keep up a top 15 status? I think that's a legit question, but I do think they're a real team. They've shot up the rankings because they compete. Rice, how many teams are better than them in the SEC? I mean, you know, this is a conference that I, I honestly think when you really look at it is, uh, I mean, Tennessee. And and then and then from there, there's they're probably the second best team in the SEC right now, guys. Yeah, and and hey, look, not to say that Missouri can't overtake Tennessee. I mean, we sure, sure. You know, we we get we they actually play on December thirtieth, right? Um, I think it'll be a very interesting game. I think it'll be a good game. You know, I just I'm interested to see if Missouri can keep it up. I. I would lo- I would be more than happy if they did. Look, I'm not a hater on Missouri. I'm just no, not I know sure. You're not. I know you're not. Yeah. I'm just not sure yet. Right. They just need to watch um, more, and I understand that. Yeah. So I'm I'm not gonna hate on them, you know, and they're gonna hate on talent like Caleb and Zachary Griffith say. Good friends. 
they roast me endlessly time and time again. Move on, but, move on. <clears throat> look, I think the Tennessee game is, is going to be a tell-all game here. I really do. Yeah. So I'm going to wait for that. I'm not going to take in, you know, them playing Bradley or I can't even – I don't even know who that is. Well, the, Missouri Valley. That is. Missouri Valley, come on, Rice. This is – Missouri Missouri is a they're, – they're, ta- they're, they're a talented team. I think they've got some things to like. Just, just keep an eye on them. Keep an eye on them. That's all. Keep okay. an eye on them. Keep all right. Next up, uh, in terms of top 25 discussion that I personally think is intriguing, honestly, it's a bigger picture thing. Um, Bryce, right now, is there is there any conference better than the Big Ten? I mean, as we've nope. seen the first couple of see, first couple of weeks, is there any conference better? I mean, let's just reiterate. So you have Iowa and Michigan State, two teams in the top five, Wisconsin and Illinois, who you, I think you and I both would say could potentially get top ten. Rutgers yep. is actually good. That's not a fluke. Ohio yeah, State's very good. Indiana is very good. Um, I mean, there is a lot of competitive ball in the Big Ten, and the, it, it does not seem like uh, that's going away anytime soon. At this moment, you're looking at seven top 25 teams from the Big Ten, and it's very possible that more can come in play. As you and I both have mentioned, Indiana might have a chance to do that. You have a team that is really – it just seems, Bryce, that there's a lot of – of insane competition at the top. Yeah, 100%. I mean, the ACC and the Big 12 always put up some good teams as well, so not to discount them. But, I mean, yeah, Big 10 is where basketball lives. I mean, the Midwest, Caleb, this year is it basketball. Is. Yeah. Yep. Indiana is right at the heart of basketball. Yeah. This yep. is it. Like, yep. you're going to see some of the best, the best teams come out of here, come out of yep. the Big 10. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but like I said, I mean, you have the ACC teams, you have the big 12 teams that are decent. Sure. Um, and then you sprinkle in some, uh, some other conferences that have a couple teams here and there, but yeah, the big team, the big 10 is the cream of the crop. If you want to play competitive basketball, you want to get better. You want to go to the NBA, right? Go play in the big 10, go play in the big 10, go play the big 10. You heard it. Yep. You heard it. I, uh, I definitely don't disagree with that. And uh, I think that's that's going to you know continue to be something uh, to look into uh, with this with this in general. And uh, no part of me is going to be shocked to see the Big Ten dominate the polls throughout the season. It definitely seems like they're going to have a lot of teams that are are going to contend. Uh, they're going to go going to go deep in our opinion, and and that's that's all you can ask for, man. The conference is going to get rich. March Madness is definitely going to try to come back in some way, shape or form. I think the big Ten's heavy influence on that. And uh, we'll continue to continue to follow along this season. And, and Bryce, with that said, uh, that's, we'll wrap up our podcast and do a little quick one today. Uh, You know, we were able to discuss a lot of things. Uh, We got another one coming up in every other week. Check out our Lynn Sanity podcast, which will be dropping here soon, talking about the NFL as we look at the playoff picture. Uh, We have plenty of content coming for you. And once again, Bryce, thank you for for doing this college basketball podcast. It's going to be a it's going to be a great time to follow along through the season. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Love doing it with you, man. Love it.